0: Benvenuto al dottore e allo shemo. Welcome to the doctor and the dork. This year we are learning Italian, but not
1: on the podcast. It's
0: part of our 2023 New Year resolutions, which we'll get to later. I just thought I'd kick us off the right way.
1: I'm sorry, guys. I couldn't talk her out of it, she was hell bent on it. Um, yes, we are learning Italian this year. Well, we're I trying, am learning Italian. We're trying it on Duolingo. I should say Olivia is trying it on Duolingo. <laughs> I am the worst academic known to man, so.
0: Our sound waves are looking mighty large over there.
1: Not yours. Wow. Why don't you speak up?
0: Why don't you speak down?
1: <laughs> I can't. <laughs>
0: Anyways, my name's Olivia, and I'm here with our co-host Frankie. I think this is the first time I've ever introduced the podcast.
1: No, you've done it before.
0: Don't know. I think
1: you have at least one episode, like, in the 20s.
0: Perhaps.
1: I think so. All
0: right, I'm going to kick us off this week, because I don't really have a lot to talk about. Okay. Um, really, the reason why we called this show The Doctor and the Dork was because of who we are, and it has a nice ring to it. Um... But if it were up to me, we called call it something else so that we never had to talk about the doctor or the dork stuff. Oh. I'm always very unprepared. I feel that. But let me tell you about what I'm going to talk about today. The first one is RSV. Have you heard anything about RSV, Frankie?
1: You mean the new cold that's like... Sweeping the nation?
0: Sweeping the nation, oh. yes. Frankie currently looks like, hang on, let me take a picture so I can uh, post it on the Instagram later. He looks like one of the kids from Recess. Has anybody ever watched that cartoon? Yes. That's what you guys always remind me If of you, you didn't
1: grow about. up, if you grew up in the 90s and didn't watch Recess, you were deprived of your childhood. It
0: wasn't a very good show. What? It was, it was more was of a, a boy great show. show. Anywho, so RSB. <laughs> <laughs> So the big thing about this right now and how it really came into my periphery is, one, I have a little brother, and so it's a little more in my periphery because it's a little more common in children. And two, at my job, we actually got some insights that um, a lot of people are having a hard time admitting patients because their pediatric patients are actually taking up a lot of their adult beds because so many of these people are coming in with RSV. So that made me wonder, just how many people are getting hospitalized due to RSV? And I wonder, Frankie, if you had to guess how many people per 100,000 people are getting hospitalized. Per
1: 100,000, In the right. overall
0: population, all ages.
1: I'm going to say 1,000.
0: Wrong. See, that's what I would thought. But actually, for the overall population, we're looking at less than 50. Oh, Wow. But, I figured a
1: thousand people get laid up in the hospital regardless out of a hundred thousand.
0: So, well, this is for RSV associated hospitalizations. Mm. So, overall, for the overall population, about 40. But what's interesting is that if you look at it for kids aged one through four, it almost doubles and goes up to 70. So, that's why this is a big concern, is because it's the littlies that are experiencing RSV.
1: Not for nothing. So it's 70 kids per out of, of 100,000 children. I knew this going to be your reaction. <laughs> I'm just saying, that feels like a drop in the bucket. I mean, I am sure it doesn't feel like a drop in the bucket when it's your kid. Yeah. But 70, 100,000 people and I'll say is kind of that, hard That's
0: just for like the month of November. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to see this data, it's on the CDC. I was thinking I should start including links to things I talk about in the show description, but um, that's probably not going to happen this week, so stay tuned <laughs> for that in another week.
1: You've definitely talked about that in the past.
0: Anyways, so that was the first thing I want to talk about, and then kind of along those lines, which like I don't have a lot of great answers to, I think I just want to complain along with the rest of the public, is about drug shortages. So because of this RSV, a lot of kiddos are having coughs, some of them are having fevers. So you're a worried mom or you're a worried dad and you go to CVS or Walmart or Walgreens or wherever you choose to get your drugs since nobody's sponsoring us for this podcast and you go to the shelves and they're empty. You cannot get any drugs for your kiddo. How annoying is that? So you walk over to the pharmacist and you're like, oh no, I'm going to have to talk to somebody today. This is my nightmare. And the pharmacist says, yeah, you're out of luck. There's short supply on all of these medications. And why does this happen? Well, according to the FDA, drug shortages can occur for many reasons, including manufacturing and quality problems, delays, and discontinuations. Well, that's not really helpful, and also, why just manufacture more, get some more supplies. I, like, kind <laughs> of get it, because I get there's, like, a backlog of stuff from COVID, but the more interesting thing, I thought, was that I found some good numbers, only I think I might have lost them. Um, hmm, well, guess we're doomed, but I'll find them again later, <laughs> basically. <laughs> really like crushing the doctor segment you know why it's because i had to open up a new tab to figure out how to translate that thing to welcome to doctor and the dork mm. um oh here it is okay between 1996 and 2002 so this is a while ago the number of drug shortages was 224 so we're talking over a range of almost six years right 96 to 2002 yeah and then in the year of 2019 in a single year there were 282
1: drug shortages wow
0: so there were less over a 5 year span than in a single year starting from 2019 is not that
1: bananas that is kind of banana i mean i guess i'm not really surprised though because shipping really grinded to a halt and don't doesn't america have most drugs imported via yes, like ports yes that's our a big ports? people
0: love talking about
1: that and because. then our ports even after covid i shouldn't say cleared up but like early 2022 we were still seeing reports that the ports, reports of the ports, <laughs> yeah, um, weren't opened up. Or like they had shipping containers laying around. I remember talking about that. Yeah. Like that. they were just, nothing was moving and nobody could really figure out why.
0: No, it's true. So overall, a little scary. You know, it's one thing when the adult medications are out of stock, but I think it's a little scary when the pediatric medications are out of stock i wonder any of my retail pharmacy friends have any parents come up to you and said hey there's none of this kid medicine so i'm gonna have to give my kid this adult ibuprofen can you tell me how i'm gonna break it down and how i'm gonna administer it to my child because all i see happening is kids probably getting way too much medicine like more than they're supposed to so Mm. a major medication safety concern if i will say myself But that's all I have for the doctor segment. If you have something you'd like me as your podcast pharmacist to discuss, why don't you write in to drandork at gmail.com or give us a follow on Instagram and send us a DM. I'd be happy to answer your
1: questions. (laughs) She'd be ecstatic, ladies and gentlemen.
0: All right. I'll turn it over to the dork.
1: All right, guys. I have a really equally short segment. Um, I have a couple of gamer things to talk about, and then I have some space-related things to talk about that I've been more or less very interested in, because you guys know, I like anything that's technology-based or nerdy. So, for gaming, we have recently come out with the Game Awards from uh, IGN, and you wouldn't believe it, but Elden Ring and God of War Ragnarok have basically swept the charts across the board. They took several categories each um but one game that really caught my eye that I haven't played and I'm tempted to pick it up because graphically it looked amazing and it's very Legos. out of the box
0: Lego Star Wars No
1: not Lego Star Wars Ooh. that's been around forever but it's this game called Stray <laughs> and you play as a cat inside of a city I do hate cats <laughs> but I think it'd be fun to play as a cat running around the city you get to do cat stuff i mean
0: technically you are a cat because you're a leo and leos are lions
1: (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah so elden ring and god of war ragnarok both fantastic games if you haven't checked them out highly recommend them um i'm terrible at elden ring um god of war it's hard to be bad at it's a great exploration game it's a great fighting game the story is phenomenal um Honestly, there's really very few downsides to either game. Now, going back to some other games that I'm interested in lately is Cyberpunk. And specifically about Cyberpunk is the studio that produced it. And that's CD Projekt Red, who has been on a hot streak. And I mean just non-stop putting out AAA, just fantastic games. They had the Witcher 3 update came out. Um, They had a couple of bumps with that, but they figured it out. The graphics are phenomenal. The gameplay is improved. The combat is improved. They added some player-based mods to it that really just gave the player base everything they wanted, which is awesome because when you get a game that's 10 years old, it's not often a studio goes back and updates a game like that because it's not like they just put five minutes of work in. They put a whole team of developers into it for months and months actually well over a year into applying all these updates and these upgrades and they gave it away for free you'd have to pay for it it's it, so it's kind of rare they'd be like if your car manufacturer called you back five ten years later and was like hey we're gonna upgrade your motor mm. for nothing because we're just that would be you nice. know that would be nice right so that was essentially what they did with witcher 3 now cyberpunk um, ended up taking Most Improved Game because if you recall when it came out, it was a bit of a dumpster fire. Now that it's been out for a year and a half, it is honestly a phenomenal game. Graphics are great. The gameplay is great. The story is great. There's a lot of side missions to do. Um, there's a lot of the world to explore. The DLC uh, just came out. There's uh, there's uh really just non-stop uh, stuff to do in that game. Um, got nothing but good things to say about it. And then a new game to me that I don't believe is even fully released yet, and this is shame on me for not doing my research, but is this game called Valheim, and if you've ever heard of Minecraft, Valheim is essentially Minecraft, except you're a Viking and everything is in blocks. Hmm. Um, so I'm still very new to the game, I'm just getting into it, but I'm having a ton of fun with it. Um, a bunch of my friends play, we have a server going, there's like eight of them on it, it's just tons of fun. Um, now... For my space stuff so there is currently a comet coming towards us uh, it's circling the sun right now and it will be approaching earth roughly february 1st february 2nd um, the next pod hopefully will be before then and i can get you where to look in the night sky i don't have that information yet but it is supposed to be of um you're supposed to be able to see it with the naked eye for several days as it's approaching, making its approach to Earth and it's going to pass right by us. But what makes this comet so interesting is that it hasn't passed Earth since they've estimated roughly Neanderthal times. Okay. So we're talking thousands of years since this comet has come past us. And I think that's really interesting that there's something that's going to be circling past us that hasn't even been here since before we were all apes. Or, you know, before there was civilization, before there was anything. We were using stone tools at the time, you know. I mean, which is very interesting to see something that old. Um, hopefully they're, they're accurate and we're able to see it because there's nothing cooler than it's not even a shooting star. A comet's slow moving. Like, we'll be able to see that for every—you'll be able to go out for about three days, two or three days, and walk out and see this thing moving across the night sky, which is actually interesting because how often do you see a shooting star— And you're with a group of friends on a hike or something at night or you're watching and you're the only one who saw it, right? Mm -hmm. This is something that you can take the family out into the backyard and go see. Um, Next, we have the U.S.'s newest space race. That's right, guys. It's like the Cold War all over again. I'm just kidding. There's no, I mean, there are wars going on. But um, China is currently racing to get to the moon. Um, and they're trying to set up uh, like space stations on the moon and labs and all kinds of stuff. Why I have no idea. But NASA has been signaling the uh, the horns to get to the moon again. Mm-hmm. And uh, I say again, as we have a disbeliever in the the moon <laughs> landings with us on the pod. Hmm. Wonder who that could be. I just Doc. A little bit of a stretch,
0: but <laughs> to each their own.
1: So uh, anyway. There was some hokey stuff with this with this moon landings. I won't go down that rabbit hole. <laughs> but uh, you guys should be very excited, because space ex- exploration is really, uh, you know, if it's not being funded by Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos, uh, you have NASA. That's your big space exploration. And it'll be really cool to find what we get out of going to the moon. I mean, I have no idea what we'll get out of that, but... They're genuinely concerned that China could claim the moon if they're the first country there and the only country there, that they're just going to be like, hey, this is ours now, Mm. which seems a little hokey that there's a literal object in space. Do you
0: think there's going to be a war on the moon?
1: I don't think there'll be a war. I think there will be a lot of political positioning and posturing. Do you
0: think anybody right now is researching how guns work on the moon?
1: Oh, for sure. All of the major governments of the world have sat down and said, Imagine "Hey, can we shoot things in space on the
0: moon? Like, just your blood probably just goes up into the, the ether."
1: Um. Well, I think you actually would get sucked out of your spacesuit and basically die on. Oh, instantly. that's true. I
0: didn't even think about that. And I'm that pretty portion. sure
1: there's like another thing where. Um, it's I think like your blood boils. If you're exposed to the vacuum of space. Ladies and gentlemen,
0: I know nothing about this, but Um, I happen to think that's probably
1: no, no, I'm like fairly certain that's freezing
0: in space. How is your blood going to boil?
1: You're, I will look this up for the next pod, but I'm serious. I've read this on numerous occasions that like this is what happens that okay. like your innards become your outards and your blood boils and like just inside disintegrates. out, boy on Nickelodeon. Yeah, yeah, it's not good. You don't want to be exposed to the vacuum of space. It's not a, a good thing. There's a reason we wear suits and we fly up there in a tin can. I got right? you. <laughs> like it's definitely not good for you. But that's really all I have. So, do you want to do our week in yeah, review? Well, yeah, I guess I our our month in review, our New Year's in review.
0: Our last time since we did the pod in <laughs> review. <laughs> All
1: right, take it away, Doc.
0: All right. Well, as I mentioned when I started us off, it's everybody's favorite time of year. Time for your New Year's resolutions. So, what are you, our listeners? doing for your new year's resolutions if i was on it i would have posted an instagram story asking you all but you know what only like two people responded to my last instagram story asking you what you thought of traffic circles (laughs) so i don't know if i'll be doing that until maybe we get more than 10 followers um frankie do you have any new year's resolutions
1: ah thanks for putting me on the spot so i have some goals in the gym which we've already been pursuing since october um um, I'm trying to hit some certain metrics. I'm trying to get m- some body weight put on because um, those of you who know me know I'm a pretty small guy. So I'm trying to get up to about 100- 145 to 150 pounds. And then because uh, i coming off the Hartford Marathon in October. Do
0: you want to tell the audience how tall you are for reference?
1: Uh, yeah, I'm 5'6". So it's not, not like a I'm a giant day. by any means. Yeah, um, I'm a giant in my family. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but, uh, you know. I, I tower over everyone at the family reunions. Not my mom's side, but my father's side. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but so five foot six, like 145 to 150 pounds, pretty lean. Um, but I'm looking to be able to deadlift 405, squat 315, and bench 225 for three reps each, which doesn't sound insane. But when you're as small as I am, it's kind of a struggle because. It's, it's a lot of weight when it's, yeah, no none of those are relatively close to me. I mean, the bench press, which a lot of guys can do that, but I tell you what, that's over 50% over my body weight, which is a lot for your bench. Um, you know, it's not as big of I won't I won't say it's not a huge thing if you weigh 200 pounds and do that. And bench two twenty five. It's like okay.
0: Can I just say we have very few listeners interested in your weight routine? So yeah, yeah, whatever.
1: (laughs) Um, I know I went down a tangent. Um, And the only other big thing that I'm looking to do this year was uh, work on my side business with my best friend Matt. And because I think we finally have a chance at it working this year. (laughs) Last year was a bit of a flop. Um, but that's okay. We we figured out a few things. We've taken some lessons away and I'm pretty excited about that this year. Um, and lastly, it's I'd like to learn Italian. Um, I'm not looking to be super fluent with it. You told me we year. can't
0: go to Italy until we're fluent. So I'm looking to be super fluent.
1: Ugh. When are you trying to go to Italy? Uh, next year. Okay, so we got over a year. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I a year seems kind of drastic to become fluent. Anybody in wants
0: to go to Italy with us? Feel free.
1: <laughs> feel free. <laughs> just inviting everyone. Yeah, just strangers all strangers from the internet. <laughs>
0: we can have a doctor and dork con in doctor, Italy.
1: All three people are going to show up, <laughs> <laughs> talking to you guys. The listeners. you one
0: extra person out there.
1: All right, Doc. Take it away. What do you got for New Year's resolutions? I
0: have so many New Year's resolutions this year that it's a little overwhelming, and I'm probably not going to stick to all of them, but we're on our fourth day, and I have been consistent so far. So my number one resolution that I came up with was writing one letter a day, and I have a little stamper. I'll post pictures of it on my Instagram of little notes that say a letter a day just to say, hey. (laughs) I think it's so cute, and I think... Half of it was because of this book that my friend Danielle had me read. And the grandpa used to say, write a letter, get a letter. But the plot twist in that book was that he was just writing himself letters back. Uh, (laughs) Um, I also don't think I have like the correct addresses for everybody who I'm thinking of creating letters to. And I also only have a list of about 30 people to write letters to. So I'm not really sure what I'm going to do the other 335 days of the year. But I will keep you posted.
1: I mean, that's not bad, though. 30 people, that's 10 letters each. Or you know 11 letters. I'm not each.
0: doing multiple letters to the same person. Why not? What if they write expand you back? I want to it out because I want to do it like not only to my friends and my family but also to like maybe a coach or a teacher who had a really big impact on me that like would never know it and how nice would it be if you had a big impact on somebody that you never knew and you randomly one day in 2023 got a letter from them saying hey you may have never noticed but because of XYZ I now do ABC.
1: I would 100% think they were stalking me if I hadn't seen them in years. Well,
0: that's why I got the stamper that says a letter a day so that people know that that's really what I'm doing and not that I'm just making up some weird thing. I would
1: immediately panic and think I was going to start getting a letter a day from you. <laughs> and I'd be like, oh my God, no, <laughs> please exactly, don't. <laughs> All right,
0: my next resolution, Um, I'd like to do one pull up. Granted, I make that resolution every year and I make no official game plan as to actually do it. I would like to learn Italian obviously I would like to I don't know I feel like I definitely had at least one other one but it's gone forever so that's what we're working with so far my last resolution I think that I'd like to do that I thought about the other day while I was doing pull-ups at the gym assisted pull-ups mind you um was that I'd like to make one new friend In twenty twenty three, because I don't have any friends that are really close to me, and I think it'd just be nice to have a friend in my immediate area.
1: Well, that came off kind of mean, and then didn't. What you said? You have no friends that are close to you.
0: Well, like (laughs) a location, geographically. Geographically, I get it. Anyway, so in an effort to make a friend, this leads me to my next section, which I haven't even told you about. I downloaded. Bumble BFF the other day in an effort to find a new friend. Now, let me tell you a couple takeaways from my Bumble BFF experience. Number one, if I thought I was selective swiping for dates, I am at least ten times more selective when swiping for friends. Something about you doesn't look right? Mm. (laughs) To the left. What? You have children, so you're probably going to be preoccupied with your time and want me to babysit. To the left. What? You are even like five years is really stretching it older, younger, but really, ideally I'm looking for no more than three years, younger than older. Yeah, are... so you know what happened? I had maybe two people that I swiped right on, and then I had the realization the other day that I'm going to run into them somewhere, and it's going to be awkward because I'm going to have seen them on Bubble and not and not know what to do. And you know what's also has happened? Is that they've all just built up, and then it reminded me of why I just don't do online stuff, and it really made me feel, once again, for everybody who is currently struggling through online dating.
1: You're out of your mind. I don't
0: recommend it. Have I put in a solid effort? No. Why how,
1: Why you... <laughs> Aging? Why? Why are you being? What, what do you? What, call do you it? Think appro- ageist. Ageist, what do you think
0: is, is the a appropriate ageist? But what do you think is the appropriate range of older? Adults? I
1: have friends up to ten years younger than me and ten years, years older than me. You. See, I have thing, friends that are over if twenty I years old. I try older to me. be
0: friends with a twenty-year-old. She is going to try to get me out taking shots and clubbing every weekend. If I can't you, club. I can hardly stay awake past ten. PM. You
1: might need to go out and take some shots every <laughs> once in a while. It might improve your life. <laughs> Kind of a homebody here, you know?
0: Anyways, if you're <laughs> listening to this podcast and you live near me, please send me an Instagram. They don't even know where you live. No, well, I'm not about to announce We it live doesn't... near Albany, ladies I... and gentlemen. Maybe we do. Maybe we don't. We live driving distance <laughs>
1: to Saratoga Springs and Albany. If you live in this well, area in New York, now we're let us know.
0: <laughs> um... Those were the main things I had. I have one. I'm going to end it with a quote of the week. I think that's a new thing I'm going to do.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Do you want to talk about our yoga class this morning?
1: Oh, I mean our yoga hell. That was rough. Describe
0: our class. I've been talking for a while.
1: Okay. So we get into this class. Mind you, we wake up at 545 this morning because, you know, (laughs) we're those people. We go to a 630 yoga class in Saratoga Springs. Great yoga studio. Um, the energy in the room was pretty good. Uh, it was hot yoga, so you get in there, you know, you're nice and sweaty already. <laughs> sweaty and um, already. we start off in down dog, and normally they kind of, as Olivia pointed out, they, they ease you into it, and um, that didn't happen today. And we did a pretty rough leg day on Monday, and then we did cycling yesterday morning, and then that leads us to when, you know today on Wednesday, and... So now we've had three days of leg day in a row, and we're both just dying in the back of the class. And this instructor proceeds to just do the most leg intensive workout possible. <laughs> Here I was thinking I was gonna get a nice hot yoga session. I was gonna get some good stretching in. No, I came out of that looking and feeling like Bambi. I couldn't walk right. My legs are tore there was up. No,
0: there was maybe two minutes of the class. Yeah, stretching. Yeah, there
1: was a couple minutes of stretching. I'll give it like fifteen. There was fifteen minutes of solid. stretching. We hardly stretching even relaxing. did
0: any forward folds.
1: No, there was. I think we did like a minute of those
0: chair pose. However, did that all got
1: real a <laughs> lot of warrior three, a lot of standing split wow, lunges. Yeah a lot of just a lot of core and leg heavy exercises. It was brutal. I haven't done hot yoga in like 2 months, 2 3 months. Yeah. And uh yeah, I got my butt kicked. That, was, that leads
0: me to a couple points. It was brutal. Is that one most of us can't be good at everything. And I think of this fitness example as one. You might be able to lift Really heavy weights at the gym, or you may be able to run a really fast marathon or 5k or 10k, or you may be the most bendy, flexible person at yoga. But you know what? You can't do it all. So if you're going to be the bendiest person at yoga, don't then be jealous of the person in there with huge muscles. And if you're the person in there with huge muscles, don't be jealous of the person in there who can touch their toes ten times over. Because we all have things that we're good and bad at. And not only do we have things that we're good and bad at, we have things that we're working on and things that we're not working on. And that's okay.
1: Nay, says I. (laughs) Be the best at everything. Strive.
0: And that... (laughs) (laughs) Leads me to a question for you and then two closing remarks.
1: Okay, we got.
0: My question for you is, you know, everybody goes into the new year with some sort of goal. Even people who say, I'm not going to set goals because it's unrealistic to think that it's a new year and I'm going to do, but in the back of your mind, you have something you're trying to change. So what would you, what would be your words of encouragement for those looking to improve themselves?
1: People looking to improve themselves. I would say the most key thing I could ever give someone when it comes to New Year, New Me, New Year's resolutions would be don't set the bar too high. Mm. Don't set it too low, but make it challenging. Don't make it extreme, right? Don't set 10 goals. Set three and get really good at them. And we've heard this a few times, but I would say master the habit of showing up, Mm. Um. really show up for yourself. Master those three things this year.
0: Can you describe you know? to the audience what you mean by the art of showing up? Because some people have a um, had
1: that idea. All right. Say you're one of those New Year's resolutioners that likes to jump into the gym at the beginning of the year, right? Don't be one of those people that's out of the gym by March. Do the gym this year hit that I think goal.
0: When I think of that, what I think to go along with this thing is maybe you hit the gym and maybe in your mind, you're going to go to the gym for an hour and a half every day, or you're going to go to the gym for your first time in three years and you're going to run three miles. I, I think that might be a little of a high goal, but the act of showing up, can you go to the gym for 30 minutes and run or jog for one mile? Just the art of showing up and over time, once you do that, whether it's that or whether it's, Eating healthier, whether it's volunteering more consistently or whether it's keeping more in touch with your friends, I think you have to make like – it's those those
1: little steps. Well, you need to show up and it's, all right, so maybe you can't go lift heavy weights at the gym for an hour, hour and a half straight, right? Right. Well, you got to build up to that. Maybe by the end of the year, you'll be there. But at the beginning of the year, show up for 10 minutes. Let me tell you, I
0: ran a marathon back in October and I went out for a two-mile jog the other day and I came back after one mile because it was not happening. (laughs) So,
1: (laughs) (laughs) But I would say consistency is key. And if you're going to set some goals, I don't care what the goal is, but don't set too many of them and just really be be diligent about them. Um, I would say just put a solid amount of effort into it because if you take off much like a race if you take off like a bat out of hell mm. you're going to burn yourself out and then within 2 months 2 3 months you're going to be you're going to be burnt out and you're not going to want to do it but i would say set some manageable goals and then just go do it if you want to get outdoors more all right start hiking go for a 10 minute hike find a nice nature path that's not even a hike find something that's paved next to a lake you know take the sights in sit down breathe the fresh air But, you know, if you start going out there every day, suddenly you'll find yourself taking a new path. You'll suddenly stay 15 minutes longer. Mm. You'll, you know, if you go to the gym every day, say you start off at five minutes. You don't know what to do there. You don't want, you can't afford a trainer. Go awkwardly sit in a corner somewhere, you know. I mean, not actually in a corner, (laughs) but go grab a machine or watch somebody else. Watch what they do and then go copy what they do. What do you think's
0: like an adequate amount of time that like your Mm. mind accepts that this is what you're going to be doing now?
1: Um, I think that is a never-ending fight. Mm. I think you go listen to someone like David Goggins, and he really breaks down the, you know, he's an amazing runner now. He never used to be. And he tells you every day he gets up to go do that long run and he'll some days he sits there and looks at his shoes for 30 minutes and is like, I do not want to do this. Mm. And just know, even the most buff dude at the gym, most flexible girl at yoga, it doesn't matter what they're doing or how good they are at it. They all have those days where they're like, I don't want to get out of bed. I don't want to do this. And the difference I would say between them and you or us or whoever is that they show up. Mm. Is that they go do it when they don't want to. Mm. And those are arguably the days that you should do it. The day that you want to do something the least is the day you should be doing it the most.
0: Mm, That's fair, yeah. Um, I thought about it the other day. Like you just got to build a good rapport with yourself. The same way you rely on somebody else after they prove themselves to you after a few times. The only way you're going to rely on yourself and believe you're going to do it is to do it a few times. Yeah. And that leads me to my Reddit post that I read the other day that said essentially when you're thinking about these things to have non-zero days and the person describes non-zero days as just taking one step whatever it is to your goal. That even if it's eight at night and you only have two minutes, if you got a fitness goal, can you just rip five sit-ups real quick? If your goal is to journal more, can you just write down one sentence? Like whatever it is, however small, just to have a non-zero day. And I like that.
1: No, that makes sense. That makes sense
0: um are you ready for my quote of the week
1: yeah You're let's gonna hear hate it.
0: it so much <laughs> my quote of the week and this is for people in romantic relationships in friendship relationships and family relationships all of your relationships that unconditional love cannot be bought with conditional behavior
1: that's it that's it yeah that's it
0: do you like that
1: I don't really some know people what to... feel like
0: they have to earn their love from people. But if it's unconditional love, you can't buy that with conditional behavior.
1: Newsflash, my love is conditional. Your love's not conditional. <laughs> all right, everybody.
0: That's all we have. All
1: right. I...
0: Arrivederci. I think that means goodbye. It either means goodbye or pleasure to meet you.
1: But...
0: <laughs> Arrivederci. Auf <laughs> Wiedersehen. <laughs> I'll
1: throw some German in there. Bye,
0: everybody. Send us your New Year's resolutions.
1: Bye.